morning, no, afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon, church. Um, you know, we, we, today it's like almost like a battle for time. You know, that I, I really look forward to the day when we can just sit and fellowship, you know, among the nations, among so many different languages, and then we won't be worried about whether we have enough time or not, you know. <laughs> and, and then we'll be singing like, you know, so many different praises and worship, um, you know, just in honor of, of you know, our awesome God. As you sit there, listening to the stories from sharing from Pastor Danny and what God is doing in the Telugu ministry, as you hear about what the Lord is doing in Bernice's life and even um, what God is doing in um, the land of Bangladesh, I'm not sure what's going through your mind right now. And if we could summarize and look through what we have heard um, and hear what we have heard. If there's a central theme that we want to communicate today, it will probably be this. That this God who has given to us is also the God who wants to give through us. Church, the God who has given to us is a God that wants to give through us. Why? Because as we hear of how the first gift that God has given to all of us is the gift of salvation in Christ. You know, God, um, in the Word of God, it tells us in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, that it is by grace that we have been saved through faith, not as our own doing. It's a gift of God, not a result of works so that no man may boast. You know, we have all received this gift. This gift that has been given to us and that today um, has given us great hope and great joy. And we have seen that when this gift has come, even to our Telugu brothers and sisters, how it has changed their lives, how he has challenged them, and how it has brought the change even as they go back to the communities and given them the courage, you know, to face the future. And nothing, you know, salvation in the very beginning is initiated by God. We all know that, don't we? We all know that it is not because of our good works that uh, we receive this salvation. Way back in the Garden of Eden, when um, Adam and Eve actually broke fellowship with God and sin came into the world, what happened was that God made for Adam and Eve garments of skin and clothed them. That was in Genesis 12 and um, 3.21. We can see that, you know, the first covering, the first sacrifice happened in the Garden of Eden. And when we see that a covering was made, but a sacrifice was needed, for this covering to take place. You know, for us, we come under the covering of Jesus. When Jesus sacrificed himself for us on the cross, he became the covering for you and me. He became the covering for you and me that because of his death, we have today the righteousness of Christ. And through this act of sacrifice, God provided not only salvation, but restored to you and I the awesome privilege of being called his children. We are children of God, bought with a price. You know, we have this sonship in Christ. We are no longer slaves. We are sons, heirs through the Father. You and I have an inheritance in God and a promise in God that is given to us in Christ Jesus. I don't know if seated right among us are people who already know this God and this Jesus that we have come to know. If you do not know um, if you're here sitting in church for the first time and maybe you're here for the first time and you've not heard of the gospel, you've not heard of this God who loved you and, and prepared uh, through Jesus a way for you, today, would you, um, 
would you hear that this is what has been done for us? Freely, Christ has come to pay the price for us and restore to us this awesome privilege to be His sons and daughters. But as sons and as daughters, what then is our, it's not just a privilege. As children of God, we also carry with us this responsibility in the Father's business, isn't it? I mean, those of us seated among us, you know, we have parents and we have children. You know, parents who, have, uh, who want to give their best to their children. And as your kids grow up and for young people, I'm sure that as the years go by, you will want to do something to honor those who have given back to you. You know, in the same way, because Jesus and God has given to us, therefore, we must also allow the concerns of the Father to be our concerns. We must allow what break the Father's heart to break our heart. You have so much to give, as our, our friend Bernice have mentioned. We have been so blessed here, you know, here in our own context, or, you know, whether you have... Um, you're in education, you have uh, things that God has given to you, a great family, you know, all these are gifts. But today, what will you do with them? You know, what will you do with those gifts that God has given to you? And like the early apostles, you know, are we gripped with this conviction that there is no other name given among men by which we must be saved? Church, does this conviction drive us to the point where we, where we believe that and allow ourselves to be stirred for God to work through us? If salvation has so captured us, then it must spur us on to action. You know, and it is not something that we can just sit around and be happy about. Yeah, you know, I'm sure we're all familiar with um, these two young men. I don't know whether you know them. This first guy, he's, you know who he is? Jim Elliott. Jim Elliott was um, among five people who went to serve the AUKUS and at a very, very young age, unfortunately, you know, because of this desire to want to give and share the gospel, he actually uh, was, uh, became a martyr. But this is what Jim Elliott said. He said, Lord, make me a crisis man. Bring those I contact to decision. Let me not be a malpost in a single road. Make me a fork that men must turn one way or another, facing Christ in me. And his famous saying, He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. And in this journey, you know, there's also this other young man by the name of um, um, Eric Little. I, I understand that there is a movie recently, this year just made, it's called The Last Race. And... Um, in this movie, it's actually talking about Eric Little before, after the Olympic. You know, he was, a, he was a runner and he was actually very good in 100 meters. But on, on the day of his race, because it was a Sunday, he decided not to, not to do the 100 meters race, which is an event that he was absolutely good in. And he chose to, to do the 400 meters, which was not his strength. But because he wanted to honor God, he decided that this is what he will do. And we all know that he did win but after which he returned to China, the birthplace uh, where he was born in Tianjin, and he served in China until to a point in time um, to Second World War where he was finally um, placed in a concentration camp. And in that concentration camp, he continued to serve. He continued to give and teach people, young people, um, children, orphans. And throughout his life, he basically gave to the point where um, he actually died in China, in Tianjin. And then if you go to Tianjin today, you'll probably see his, um, his, um, yeah, his grave or his milestone. But 
you know, church, what's, what's, what's the point of saying all this? You know, before us today, Pastor Danny, our Yope, Bernice, you know, these, and among us, those of you, so many of you have gone out there, you know, for mission trips. I mean, among us, I'm sure, you know, there's uh, a lot of our young people here. You've, you've taken that step, you know, because the Bible says that those who know their God will display strength and take action. Those who know that God will do great exploits. And when you know God, this will become the next natural thing for you to trust God to take you to the next journey. And, you know, for our sister, uh, for our sister Bernice, this is what she has done. She has trust God and she has wanting right now, you know, in, in order in this journey, you know, to trust God into the next lap, giving what, not knowing what lies ahead perhaps, but then believing that if God calls, the Lord will enable, the Lord will sustain. You know, I think this is a huge challenge for all of us. You know, sometimes I think when we look at the whole area of, of being a missionary or being missions, it can be pretty daunting. You know, you might think that it's maybe for the selected few or for those who really have this great courage. But really, I don't think so. We are all ordinary people, but we, are, we can be placed in the hands of an ordinary, extraordinary God. You know, I am not a Eric Little or, a, you know, Jim Elliott. I mean, yeah, but I have seen how when we are willing to trust God, to place ourselves out there, you know, God will use this to grow our heart for people. I think missions really is a place where God gives through us by growing His heart, by growing our hearts for people. And when we go out there, I'm sure many of our young people, if you speak to them, you know, you will hear how, I'm sure, when you've gone out, you've seen things that you've not seen before. You've experienced things you've not experienced before. You've allowed God to open your eyes and then you realize that actually there's a world much bigger out there, that God is, can be so much bigger than what you think. And then your compassion grows when you see the kids, you know, and then you allow God to use you to be a blessing. And I think that's very much what um, being involved in our father's business is all about. It's just being willing, being available, being willing to place ourselves in the hands of God, you know, to allow ourselves to be used by Him. We may not all go in person to the outermost parts of the earth, but we can pray. There's a prayer training coming right up. Uh, yeah, pastor will be very happy for me to make this announcement. <laughs> you know, it all begins with this seed of how we can be involved in just waiting in, the, in praying and saying, God, what will you have me to do? We can always be praying for the unreached people. We can always be praying, you know, for those who've never heard of the gospel. And there's so much resources out there that if you want to know how, you know, we can always make available to you. But, you know, after you pray, what else can you do? You can give. You know, you can give. Give to those places who has needs um, and, and contribute, you know, to the kingdom of God. And if you have given, what else can you do? You can go. I'm sure somewhere along your, um, this point in time of your life, you know, you are able to go and experience for yourself, you know, what God is doing out there. And the truth is that the world has come to us. Here in Singapore, we have the nations. You know, we have Telugu services. We have so many other opportunities. Even in your homes, you have Myanmar helpers. You know, you have Indonesian helpers. You have the world coming to us at our doorstep. What is the Lord saying to us, church? We no longer have that ex excuse, perhaps, you know. But the fact is that you and I can always play a part in allowing God to give through us where He has placed us. And therefore, I just want to 
just um, tell you that yes, we indeed we are church, a chosen people, a royal priesthood, holy nation, that we belong to God, and that we are called to declare the praises of Him who have called us out from darkness into light. We are given. You have the light, and it's time for you, you know, to hold out that light and and bring change into this world that really needs it. And in closing, just before I hand over the time to a time where we, we pray and um, yeah, and we allow the Lord to speak to us. There's this words of a song that I, I really am, am quite pretty challenged. You know, it's, it's just three stanzas of the song. It says, Hear the call of the kingdom to be children of light with the mercy of heaven, humility of Christ, walking justly before him, loving all that is right that the life of Christ may shine through us. King of heaven, we will answer the call. We will follow, bringing hope to the world, filled with passion, filled with power to proclaim salvation in Jesus' name. Hear the call of the kingdom, reach out to the lost, with the Father's compassion and the wonder of the cross, bringing peace and forgiveness and a hope yet to come. Let the nations put their trust in him. Church, this is an awesome call, an invitation for us to participate. And here among us, we have our Telugu brothers and sisters. And I think this is a great opportunity for us to bless them, to pray for them, you know, to invest in what God has given to us, to be a part of a blessing, you know, that, um, yeah, that God intended for us to be. Let's invite the musicians, maybe, um, to come forward. We live in a very fast-paced life here in Singapore. Sometimes we don't have think to time actually to reflect about life, about what God has given to us, um, you know, who we are and things like that. And even as this time as we, maybe in the next um, five minutes or so, in the next few moments, let's just spend some time and let's just reflect and ask the Lord, God, what are you saying to me today? What have you given to me that I can give? You know, what would you, how would you like to use me? to be a blessing you know, to the people around me, in my community, you know, in my workplace, in my school, in my families. Um, as, as we sing this song, Alabaster Jar, let's just um, ask the Lord you know, what it means to us. I invite us to stand. And... Um, yeah, this is going to be a very personal time between you and the Lord. This alabaster jar is all I have of worth. I break it at your feet, O oh Lord, less than you deserve. Far more beautiful, more precious than the old. Some of my desires and the fullness of my joy. Like you shed your blood, I spill my heart as an offering to my King. Would you tell the Lord? Take me 
to spend some time in prayer. I'm going to pray for three things. First, I want to pray for our Telugu brothers and sisters personally. At the same time, those of you who can also pray for the foreign workers outing that's coming on Tuesday. And also pray for, after that, can pray for the Telugu ministry. Later on, I can pray for the Telugu ministry. So I want to take this time just to invite our Telugu brothers and sisters, please come forward. And I invite the congregations come and then put your hands upon them and then uh, pray for them. Ask them for their name first and then as the Lord leads you, just pray for them. Can I invite the brothers and sisters of Telugu? Please come forward. Uh, please come. Uh, congregations, please come forward also. Please come forward and then just lay your hands on any of them and then just to pray for them. Ask them for their name first before you pray so that you can pray for them specifically. Uh, yeah, spread out. Okay, the rest, congregations, please come forward and pray. Those of you who are not forward, you can look at the PowerPoint there and pray for the events there. Shall we just do that? the rest where you are just pray for the request there and also God will bless them 